movie. Look, fuck you, fuck the plane you flew in on, fuck them shoes, fuck those socks with the bell on it, fuck your gay-ass fairy faggot accent, fuck them cheap-ass cigars, fuck your yuck-mouth teeth, fuck your hairpiece, fuck your chocolate, fuck Guy Ritchie, fuck Prince William, fuck the Queen. This is America. My president is black and my Lambo is blue, nigga. Now get the fuck out my hotel room. And if I see you in the street, I'm slapping the shit out of you. Coming to you live from the Square Table. And welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We took a week off, but we back to another episode of the Square Table where we give advice and answer hard questions about life. I'm your boy, Darren Deshae, and I'm here with none other than your boy, your boy, D-Mole. How's it going there, brother? It's (laughs) D-Mole, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) last time i did that man (laughs) we was fucked up (laughs) um dog where where have we been man (laughs) so uh i definitely i had to take a week off at the homecoming uh like it i I kind of feel bad especially for y'all for the listeners right we took a week off before homecoming we took a week (laughs) off after homecoming but listen to me when I tell you that we needed that week before to prepare and prep, and we needed that week after to like you know come back to come back to life, come back to reality. Because homecoming, homecoming 2017 was a was a it was on another level. It was on another level. I'm not even gonna lie. And we're gonna top it next year. At Howard, uh, at Howard right? Yep, at Howard. Right, that's the plan. It's lit. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, All the Hampton listeners just turned over. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? We're going to go fuck with the other HU for mm-hmm. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, I, so I just can't, I can't do Hampton homecoming every year. Like, I got to switch it up, man. I got to switch it up. So Howard next year, maybe A&T 2019. Nineteen square table coming to a uh, homecoming near you. <laughs> hey, for real, man. It's lit. Um. All right. So, but, so last week or the week before last week, we talked about homecoming. <laughs> last episode. Home. Oh man. So, I appreciate you guys for listening, and I hope. Can that, I say something? Yeah. yeah what you got? I think that was probably the most lit episode we have ever done. And if you have not listened to that episode, stop what you're doing right now and go back and listen to uh, Homecoming Do's and Don'ts because that shit got live really. Like, like we had our boy Jay Book on there, right? And some of the shit that was coming out of our mouths collectively was so crazy that for the first time in Square Table history, Square we had to bleep ourselves out. We, did. We, had, we had to We had to bleep some things out. Some things just could not... It was. It, it got that real. It did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did. And what made it so bad is when I was when I was editing and I was listening to it, I was like, "That is funny as fuck." But we cannot let that. We cannot let that <laughs> because. <laughs> Bro, and then so like you you edited right, and then you sent it to me to uh, QAQC and to listen to it, and I'm listening to it and I'm like, "Was that a bleep? What the fuck did he say?" <laughs> What did we say in order to get bleep? And then and then I kept listening, right? And then I come across another part and I was like, oh no, he's gotta bleep that shit out too. <laughs> I didn't even Oh <laughs> shit. 
Oh, he's he's got to fucking bleep that out too. I hit you up with a quickness like, yeah. yo, don't post the episode yet. Is one more thing that you got to bleep out. Yeah. I know, I get it. I understand why you bleep shit out. Hell yeah, that yeah, that joint was uh, savage. But you know what? We got a lot of good feedback for such a ratchet episode. Um, <laughs> fucking Cuzzo had to pull over on the side of the road to laugh. We literally had to. Like, oh, people said it was probably the funniest shit they've heard. 2017. Bro, I I got a, I got a lot of good feedback. All right, and I got some I got some feedback from Cuzzo. I got some feedback from some other people that uh that listened um and they really enjoyed the episode. Like they said that shit was hilarious. Even with the bleeps. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was surprised no one actually called me or like texted me to ask me what they said. Like what did I bleep out? Cuz we said a lot <laughs> of like crazy shit, so like if you really think about it, like in order for us to bleep that out like that shit had to be on another fucking level bro my man said like wait on the abortion that didn't get bleeped out like what is happening all right right. bro when i when i tell you like i i said like my mom so my mom she listened to it right um and she was listening to it and i was like mom if me and darren are sitting here bleeping stuff out you can imagine like the level of fuckery of savageness that we reached at that episode if we look back in a sober state and was like yeah we can't say that but you know what though it was i'm trying to get jay book back on oh jay book gotta come back on <laughs> apparently we, we we ruined his 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 presidential uh hopes but yeah that's that's dead uh, and, that's and, dead. and aspirations <laughs> Join the, join the club. I ruined my presidential hopes and aspirations a long fucking time Hell ago. Hell yeah, they have our asses up on uh, Fox News talking about, remember that time you said... Wait for the abortion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, no, at least, at least we know he's a liberal. Yeah, he's liberal as fuck. <laughs> he said that shit too. Um, I did get an update for the Ask for a Friend. Okay, this was, and, and just to recap, this asked for the friend, yeah. asked for a friend, yeah. was the young lady who slept with her not, male best friend. Well, she wasn't young, but yeah. The the, the, lady. the young lady yeah. that slept with her, with her, <laughs> yeah. with her male best friend, and she, she was asking whether or not, you know, they should just keep being friends or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she listened to the episode, and she said that we was right. She, she didn't have a friend anymore because... Of how it was. She actually even hit her best friend up at the time and was like, you know, I think we should be friends. And he hit her with the, uh, you know that emoji where the dude, like, looks and he looks away and walks away? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he hit her with that shit. <laughs> so now they're dating and she's spending the weekend. So I asked her on Friday, like, what was up? She's actually spending the weekend with him out of his house. So they're taking it real slow. She said she's just going to take it one day at a time and see what happens. That's what's up, man. That I, I wanted for the record. I'm the one who said that you didn't have a best friend anymore. So I better get an invite to the wedding. To the wedding. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's two, right? That's two wedding invites yeah, I'm looking two. for. Yeah, I really want to touch bases yeah. with that first couple to see if they made it, cause I don't know. I'm gonna I'm looking. I'll have an update by next week. All right, but, yeah, I'm looking for two two wedding invites. Two, <laughs> you know, it's kind of gets tiring going to weddings. Um, I don't know if you've been to a bunch this year. You've been to two. I have. I've been. No, I've been. To, is it two? Two. Three. Two. No, I've been to three. I've been a. I've been a. I've been to a bunch of weddings. That shit gets 
tired. I've been into, I've been into, but I've been to a bunch. I never get tired of free food and free alcohol. Yeah. Never. Never. I just and, don't, the atmosphere no. of it all, you know, like wedding crashers made it seem cool. I just, we're on. No, it's one, it's one thing to be in a wedding. That's yeah. totally different. But just to go and show up, eat the food. Mm-hmm party for a little bit and then leave yeah. and have like no responsibilities in the way that's perfectly fine i'm so for that okay so since we're already on tangents you know already at eight minutes in what do, what do you think about these people going to jail man which people the fucking the a lot of shit's happening this week my nigga but oh a with lot these fucking lot. republicans getting click clanked over this russia shit bro you Oh man, come on! Now are we getting into the unpopular opinion already? No, that's not my unpopular, my unpopular opinion. Actually, changed after we hit record. It changed because I saw something on my phone and I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> right? You know, they not going to jail. They not. They not going to jail. Paul Manafort and Papadopoulos, they gonna get a pardon like a bitch, man. I'm not even worried about it. Not even. They got. They got the complexion for protection, man. Yeah, but, but somebody has to take the hit. That's the thing. Somebody got to go to jail. I don't know who it's going to be, but somebody's fucking going to go to jail. I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. We we shall we shall see. I think I think they all get pardons cuz I think Donald Trump is that much of a narcissist. Um that he's going to pardon them? That 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 nobody in his camp could ever do any wrong. I think I think they'll get pardoned. Honestly. Whoa. I think they'll get pardoned. That was huge. Remember, I, I believe I, I I believe that I said this a while ago that Donald Trump is the type of person to pardon himself. Well, he asked if he could. He's gonna pardon his son. Yeah. I think his son's gonna go down. He's gonna pardon him. Yeah, they're all man. You pardon one, you might as well pardon all. You say fuck fuck America and fuck the Constitution and fuck you know uh, laws for one person. You might as well say it for everybody. I mean, if you're gonna say fuck us and give us the big middle finger, you might as well just give it all the way around. I'm just saying. Oh. Oh. Okay, yeah. well, um, on that very sad and somber note, um, <laughs> I think it's time for the motivational Mundizi. So we're gonna switch it up this time though, right? Cause uh, I'm I I am not doing motivational Monday this week. I'ma pass the buck on to the homie. But do you uh but but can we say why you're not doing it? Because Shay Shay is- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I am completely unprepared this week. <laughs> I am 100% unprepared, and I was I was gonna you know come up with a motivational Monday like on the spot, mm-hmm. but Darren said he had something already, so I, I was like, no, please, by all means, you you do it. So I'll be back to y'all with my motivational Monday in December. Oh yeah, it's but late. today is it gonna be like today? You got it. It's gonna be like Christmas themed or like. Yes, matter of fact, I can give it to you now. No, no, no. For December. No, 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 no. We're not ready for oh. December ones. We're not ready for. We're not. We're not quite there. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So motivational Monday. So I got this one. Um, I was sitting in class the other day, and my teacher. He's really into this like political stuff, but he sometimes he throws some really good gems out there. And this one, when he said it to me, it hit me. Now you know I'm the nigga that don't take notes. Like you know that, right? But what he said to me mm. hit it, it hit home so much, and I felt like everybody needed to hear it that I wrote it down. So what he said was, is most people do not hold themselves in high enough regard to use all of their personal power. What that means is that every person on this earth has a power, 
Um, it's not always financial. It's not always, you know, uh, authoritative. Like you have some kind of power, whether it's your, you know, your charm, your persuasion, your humor, like everyone has a power, but most people do not believe in themselves enough, do not hold themselves in high enough regard in order to use that power and see how far that they can take it. Um, so you may be a really clever person, but you never use that because people tell you you're dumb or people tell you that you're not, you know, that you can't do that or, or whatever, or you have a bad experience and so you don't try to explore that. And so because of that, you never reach your full potential. Um, so what I challenge you all to do this month is do some inner searching, find out what that power is and, and use it, cultivate it, master it, and then make it work for you so that you can move forward and you can use that power to get as far as you got to go. Because Trump, he did it. Now he's the fucking president. That could be you. Not Bro, the orange I man. Know you, what don't, my power is. you don't want to be the orange man. What do you think your power is, Shay? Eating chicken. Really, like, nigga? You can, like, really make really good chicken. Like, that might be your shit. Like, you just making good chicken again and, like, be like, hey, come eat this chicken. But, like, some things. Bro. Sometimes you got to think outside of the box with this power because, like, some people, you just, there's something about you that you have, like, an aura and people are just drawn to you. And if you're one of those people, what you need to master is keeping those people there once they're there. Um, maybe if you're funny, you need to learn how to, you know, find out how to move certain um, groups and people. Because when you're talking to someone, I think it's like less than 10% of the things that they think about what you said has anything to do with the words that came out of your mouth. Next episode, I'll have the I'll have the exact breakdown, but it's it's something about like the way that you say something, the tone that you say it, the way that you look, and then the words that you say. Um, and the least, and that's how people will perceive the things that you're saying. But it really is less important what you say and more important how you say it and how you look as you're saying it. But that is the Motivational Monday. Find your power, people. Black power. Mm. Don't let the man hold you down. If you guys could see my fist. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you guys can see my fist right now. Put just put your fist up. If you're in the car right now, pull your shit over. Get out and just put your fist in the air. Black motherfucking power. Be the next Colin Kaepernick. My man said, "What? I have a a, a platform. I'm using that power." Look at my man. He about to sue the fuck out of the NFL. It's lit. You know, speaking of speaking of the NFL, right? And I, I it's lit. I appreciate you for that motivation Monday. You held it down in my in my. Uh, I did. My mental, my mental absence, right? I'm mm -hmm. physically here, but mentally, I was, mm -hmm. I was away. Um, I still haven't watched a football game yet, man. And it's, it's, it's crazy, right? It's seen as though um, I haven't watched a, a football game yet this season. Mm -hmm. My Philadelphia Eagles are playing exceptionally well. How do, you, how, how do you know that? Well, because everyone hits me up and it's like, are you seeing the Eagles? Your team right now is doing amazing. I'm like, yeah. Apparently they are, but I just I haven't been able to see it. I haven't watched the game. What? You're not watching it? Yeah, no, I'm not watching it. Well, they're seven and one right now. Well, thanks for letting me know. They beat the Broncos today, fifty-five to twenty-one. Well, thanks for letting me know. Still not watching. But you, you know, know what's gonna fuck around and happen? The Eagles gonna go to the. They're gonna go to the Super Bowl this year, and I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it. And I'm. I'm gonna be the most hurt 
person you, in the world. Do you know what that tells me? What? That you are a jinx. Anytime you watch them play, they lose. So it's you. That's what every you know. That's what everybody's been saying. <laughs> uh, everybody. That's uh, so what all of all of my friends, all of my coworkers, everybody was like, "Yo, you just need to keep boycotting the NFL. Don't ever watch it. Don't don't ever watch it again." And I'm not gonna lie. If the Eagles go to the Super Bowl this year and they win the Super Bowl, I will never watch another fucking NFL professional football game again in my life because I the love the amount of hurt that will. Re- reside within my heart the year that I didn't watch the fucking I I dog I, I I might like if they go to the Super Bowl I might fuck around and just break the boycott yeah, you just might, because bro, you might have to break it but th- what's gonna happen is you're I, gonna break it and they're gonna lose and they're gonna lose yeah <laughs> it's gonna be all your fault oh, <laughs> Jay Jay. oh my god no decisions decisions motherfucker what do I do Man. Oh my God! Oh, I need a no. I need a poll. Do I if the Eagles go to the Super Bowl, do I watch or do I not watch? Do I keep my boycott going or do I fucking give right. it up? I need somebody to help me out. We'll, I'm we'll this. This is an ask for a friend. <laughs> ask ask for a friend for me. Yeah. What do I do? <laughs> what do I do in this situation? Oh They're my goodness! The Super Bowl, though. I'll tell you that. Oh man, dog! This shit is out of control, bro. It is out of control. I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Like, the Eagles haven't been playing well for like the last couple years, and of course, the one year that I fucking decide, you know yeah. what, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna stick to my morals and you know, and not watch. This is what happens. Damn, that sucks, dog. Sacrifice, man. There's no, you know, there's no, there's no movement without sacrifice. Always, always sacrifice. That Shay Shay tantrum was brought to you by Popeyes. Popeyes chicken is the best chicken that you can possibly. <laughs> Dog, we should totally Love fucking that just chicken from Popeyes. Man, we should just totally <laughs> just plug this random motherfucking place. Anyway, um, so getting into today's topic, um, how long ago? Is that Wait, time out. Okay. Before we get into today's topic, did you see Cardi B got engaged? Yes, I did. This is this is for all my women out there. And for all my men, strippers are real people. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can turn a hoe into a housewife. Wow. Not that Cardi B. Not that Cardi B was necessarily a hoe, mm-hmm. but you can turn a hoe into a housewife. But like, moving on. Can you turn a hoe into a housewife, or can like a hoe just decide she want to live indoors? I think it's a little bit of both. I don't think Cardi B is you doing have to have... any like domesticated like I don't think I don't think that Cardi B is in the kitchen. I mean, she probably has people in the kitchen working out for her. I don't think no, I don't think any man is gonna have Cardi B doing some housewife shit. She she gonna be in the kitchen cooking up the shmoney. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm not I'm not falling <laughs> for it. Like I mean, get your money, sis. But like. I don't know if that, if that counts yeah. as housewife status. I just wanted to, I just wanted to send a shout out to Offset and Cardi B because you know that was they did that affiliate powerhouse. So shout out yeah. to them and to all the strippers out there. You can get a ring one day. I mean, all right. So don't the gag is you can get a ring. The gag you is can get that a ring. most strippers have rings. It's the ones who aren't stripping that don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I know I follow at least three strippers on Instagram, and all them bitches is married. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> all right, and into the topic. All right. Hey, you know what? Actually, hold on. For real, this is the last thing they'll go into the topic. Them strippers, they used their power. They knew what their power was. They used it, <laughs> cultivated it. They're married, you're not. Figure it the fuck out. All right. Um, so back in, what was it, February when the quad came out and Harvey was so pissed yeah. off about it? So, yeah. Um, so back in February, for people who live under a rock, so there's a, a show that came on, BT, right? Was it yeah, BT. BT. So called The Quad, and it's supposed to be about, you know, the HBCU experience experience kind of I mean, it's a, but it's a fictional drama so of course they gotta throw some things in there to make you watch it harvey got really mad he wrote a letter calling for people to boycott and asking them to change the concept of the show because it's not showing hbcus in a good light um and with all the hoopla about hbcus and them shutting down and things of that nature it's not a good time to be putting such a negative message out about hbcus right so mm-hmm. I was actually, when Harvey did that, I was kind of proud of him. I mean, I didn't watch the show, so I couldn't, like, go one way or another because I don't watch TV and go, that's exactly what shit is like. However, I do know that when I went to Japan, because people watched The Wire, they thought that me being from Maryland, that's how my life was. So I can mm-hmm. see that. Well, months later, and I don't know, really, is it a clapback if you do it, like, six, seven months later? Nah, I don't. He sat on this for a while. Like, I, I don't know why he waited so long. He sent but it up for review. Somebody else had to sit on it, proofread it. You know, say mm. that's that, that's that fire, nigga. He needed three other people to say yeah. But anyway, so this guy, what's his, what's his name? Hold on, let me scroll down. Uh, William Lewis. All right, William Lewis. He sent a letter in response. Uh, also at 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 silly billy lou seventy two on Twitter. Do we do that? Yes, now? he did put he he did put his Twitter name in the letterhead. Can I yes. take that seriously now? Yeah, silly Billy Lou seventy two. Dog, he hella did on Twitter. Who? D- yeah. Anyway, all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm not gonna he, take. He lost all credibility. He lost all credibility with me when he put his Twitter name in the in the header of a. How did he come out with that? Anyway, all right. So he wrote a letter in response, basically saying that he agreed. With Harvey, that um, cautiously, yeah, he cautiously, cautiously agreed. agreed. Uh, but then went on to like just slander the fuck out of your boy. Yes. Um, but yes. you know what? He made a, uh, some really good points. Um, that you know Harvey is definitely out of touch with reality if he thinks that the quad doesn't have some resemblance to what an HBCU is like. Um, and I think that that's true. Um, and I think that, you know, president, but I don't think it's unique to HBCUs. I just think in general, um, presidents don't really know what their school is actually like. Um, so they always want to present something. But some of these, um, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but some of these suggestions he made that should be topics or plot line ideas for the next season are actually pretty good. And I would be interested to see how they, they do that. I I don't know, man. This is where, this is where I disagree because okay. I, I agreed with Harvey on the, uh, on the premise that the show didn't show HBCUs in a yep. good light. And you got to think, so for HBCUs, who the their tar- target audience, right, are students that they are trying to get enrolled. Yep. Uh, those students are 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, right? 
Um, from my experience, a lot of what um, children that age, the stuff that they take in, they get from you know TV and uh, radio and social media. Um, and you got some that like really put in that 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 time and work um, to you know do their research and go visit colleges and things like that. But that first perception, oftentimes, is what they've seen on a television show or um, heard on the radio or maybe heard from a family member or something like that. So for that for that reason, I I agree with Harvey and that the quad, uh, you know, should portray a more, I guess, pleasant. Um, depiction of HBCU experience, right? Kind of like like how different how a different world did. I think I think a different world was a uh, really good depiction of the HBCU experience, like the good the good things, right? Granted, don't, I'm not what I'm not saying is that HBCUs don't have bad bad things happen and they don't have um, some shitty experiences as well. But I think um, for BET to be a a black black entertainment television network. Mm. Right, I would, I would want them to portray HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities, in a in a more positive light. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I was I was a little disappointed at BET for that reason, but I mean at the same time it is it is drama. So you know when when kids are looking at HBCUs and they're hopefully they are they are doing their research, um, they take that um, they weigh that more heavily than what they've seen on TV or heard on you know social media or the radio. But at the same time you gotta understand there are people still out there that that do. Just go off of what they see and hear on, you know, news, TV, radio, things like that. So Okay, so I don't wanna be that nigga, right? Go ahead, be that nigga. If an individual watched something on TV and thought that that is fact, like that's that's what the experience is like. You're not talking about an individual. You're talking about a you're talking about Do you think they'll a, be successful? I think they have some other problems. Uh, no, you're talking about a, you're talking about adolescents here, man. You're not we're not talking about adults. Yeah, but I feel like at the talking point about they're making that choice. Okay, I can see what you're saying. All right, they're still so. they're still they are still for you know at that that um developmental age. They're still they're still being developed. They don't they don't. But they're not going. For example, my like my eighth graders don't they don't they they still you know are trying to decipher on social media what's real and what's not. Facts. You know, so if they're seeing this on TV, on television, you know, they don't really have the um, the background knowledge to decipher whether this is a, a, a dramatization or if this is how it really is. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about adults. I'm talking about the children, the people that HBCUs are actually trying to attract and bring into their classrooms. Yeah, but I don't think that your um, eighth graders or ninth, I don't think that those adolescents are going to watch something like A Different World. I don't think they would watch that now. Because you got the the cookie lions out there, you got the Olivia Popes, the you know, you you got these drama filled shows that ratings are going through the roof. So, for in order for BET to compete with those kind of shows, you gotta have some, you have to have something that's messy. People like things that are messy and um, dramatic and stuff like that. So if, if they were trying to sell a good message, bruh. Ain't nobody watching that. I can't really think of, and like as we've been talking, I've been really trying to think of shows, and I'm sure somebody listening right now is gonna fucking fill my inbox with shows that fucking have a really good message and have good ratings. But um, 
I just don't see it. You know, comedies. If it was a comedy, I could see that. But like, you got blackish. That's a comedy though. Right, black. That's a sitcom. What else? You got the one with Yara Shahidi, where she's going. That hasn't. I don't think that's that's. But that'll yet, be. But I, that's I feel like that'll be a sitcom too. And I'm mad at her, so we're never gonna. I'm mad at her. I'm mad at her. What? I am. What? I, she's cool, but I'm. I'm. I'm really frustrated with the direction she decided to go in. Well, are you I'm, talking about Harvard going going to Harvard? Yeah, man, I'm biased, but like, I are just, you talking about her going to Harvard? Yeah, I feel like she should have. <laughs> you you thought she should have went to a HBCU? Yeah, I just feel like that went hand in hand. Your show is blackish, woman. What are you doing anyway? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, but so yeah, you know. so what I'm saying is like, I just think that in order for BET, especially because people aren't watching BET anymore, because uh, you know, in the words of Huey, BET is out to destroy black people. In order for BET to really like. <laughs> Compete with these hit shows. They have to have something that's like juicy enough to watch it. Remember when they used to show uh, what the fuck was that show called? It was like the Real World, but it was a bunch of college students. What was that? Uh, Baldwin Hills. I don't think that was it. It might have been though. I don't remember. Um, but like, it's just got to be interesting enough. And so that's why I said some of these plot lines that he put in there. I think it would be good to put in there. Um, and you could still weave in some really good messages and it not be so fucking dysfunctional and fucking crazy but that still exists in hbcus any person i know that's gone to an hbcu has talked about what financial aid being fucked up the runaround fucking administration being wishy-washy you know what i'm saying the weird rules you may or may not have um, you know, like there's a bunch of stuff that's like just in there that like we all as people that went to HBCUs, are, I don't say appreciate because when we're going through it, we're hot. But like we laugh about it after, you know, and that's something that we have in common. And that's the commonality that we have. Um, but I think that would make for really good TV. Yeah. Um, I don't think. I think. I think that this this letter. Um, brings up, makes good conversation for HBCUs and like how HBCUs are being, are being run today. Like, I think, I think this is a a good conversation starter. Alright. Yeah, I think this is a good conversation starter, um, about like how we're managing HBCUs and what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, like he, he brought up a lot of things that were I think interesting. I don't know if they're fact or not. I don't know how what, what evidence this guy has in his open letter. Um, but he brings forward some some very uh, interesting claims about financial yeah. mismanagement, how presidents of HBCUs are, are using money uh, for their own personal personal gain, right? I, I think the question is like are students' best interests being kept in mind by these HBCU presidents when they're making decisions, both financial and, and operational. Uh, with, But like, does that matter? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, in real life it does, but for a TV show, do you think that would actually matter? I think that would be really good TV. Because as students, we always wonder that, like, why does it cost me, you know, thousands of dollars to take five classes? You know what I'm saying? Like, if the teacher is saying they don't pay me that much, 
All the staff is saying it. Where, where's where the money going, money right? Going? Where's the money going? You know, my food is terrible. You know, my dorm room has not been renovated since, you know, the 80s or before that. Like, <clears throat> you know, like, wh- where's this money going? And so I think that that would be really good TV to see that. But even if he doesn't have any, like, fact to support that claim, you there has to be some kind of final financial mismanagement because HBCUs are closing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So somebody is not doing what they need to do in order to keep themselves open. And whether that's people taking money or, or people going on ventures that were too costly um, and, and it was too large. I don't think that's the only um, reason, though, that, that HBCUs are closing. I oh, think definitely. I think it's a, it's a combination of a little financial mismanagement, under-enrollment, underfunding. Yep. Um, it, it, so I, I wouldn't just solely put... Uh, the fact that HBCUs are closing on 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 HBCU presidents, um, are there there are multiple factors that play a role in why some of these HBCUs um, are closing down. Well, the, don't the presidents have to answer to a board? It's normally a board a board a board of trustees or a board of, yeah I think board of trustees or something like that normally. So then I wouldn't put it solely on the president. You're right, but I would definitely put it somewhere in that board like the just the administration as a whole i think that somebody is fucked up somewhere um because you can't tell me that you didn't see the trends of you know enrollment going down and you didn't see that money was starting to dry up you know yeah that's where i get like that's where i'm i'm you know curious is that like are these board of trustees are they actually are they keeping students best interest in mind are they keeping the school's best interest in mind are they keeping their best interest in mind when they make when they're making these decisions both financially and and operationally for for these these institutions of higher learning yeah i don't i don't know i don't know man i don't i have i mean one one of the good one of the things that he brought up right in his in his letter Mm -hmm. uh as far as some 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 issues are like he brought up nepotism, right, and and having unqualified family members and in laws in positions uh, at schools, um, yep. grant funding, and and you know how they manage grant funding. Um, he also, you know, he brought up a couple other things, but um, like those are things right there. Like when you're putting people into positions of leadership, right? And, and these board members or these board of trustees are putting people into positions of leadership. Are they qualified to actually hold that position, right? Because if you're unqualified to hold a certain position in the institution of higher learning, you're only going to do all, the only thing you're going to do is going to bring that that institution down because you don't know what you're doing or you're not qualified to do this or you have never done this before, right? Um, <clears throat> so that if Betsy can be Secretary, Secretary of, Secretary of Education, and have no qualification, then I can sit on the board of trustees. Fuck you, mean. So I don't know, but uh, <clears throat> back to the the main point though about the show. Um, you're right; it is entertainment, right? It is a it is a dramatization, uh, but still, I think it paints HBCUs in a in a negative light. Right. And so you think it I hurts do. Them? I think I think it hurts more than it helps. I think this show hurts more than it helps. 
But is that their responsibility? No, it's not. It's not. It's not their responsibility. Because at the end of the day, BET is a business. BET wants to make money. BET makes money by making shows that gets views, right? That 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 gets ratings. That's how BET makes money. So, I I I get it. BET wants to make their money. However, BET being and it's this is this is my issue with BET, right? Is that BET yeah. being a black network doesn't fucking show shit that not a they don't show a lot of shit that is positive black. for black people, yeah. right? It, like who the fuck does Deborah Lee actually own BET? Like, uh, <laughs> like does she still run shit there? Like, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is going away, but <clears throat> that like BET, I, I have this problem with BET. Like they don't they don't always show positive black shows. Right. Yes. Yes. They employ black people and yes, they show things for black people. But is it positive? Is it in the best interest of um, the black community? All right. Are they are they putting out the best message that they could possibly be putting out? Right. Um, because we, we know we're not we're not there's not too many other networks that are um, putting out uh positive black images and things like that so the one place where i i should always expect to see a positive black image is on bet in my opinion i that's why I, you know i'm i'm over bt let make bet great again and play music can we do that play the whole music can we video. play music again can can bet become a music fucking channel again fuck fuck these tv shows that bet got because they always they ass anyway can we just fucking whoa play music again Whoa, did it? Hold on. Wasn't it like Being Mary Jane? Wasn't that a BET show originally? Was it? I didn't watch. I never watched Bro, that Being sh- Mary Jane. That shit was actually pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I never watched. Gabrielle is doing that shit. Yeah, BET book. I did. You know what I did watch on BET though? And this is a, we're gonna put a pin in that. I'm kind of. I watched Gucci's wedding. I did. I watched. I watched. Okay, so um, <laughs> the quad. They uh. So do you think that? So what kind of things do you think the quad should show about HBCUs? Because it, there's got to be some truth. So I mean, you can truth? show, you can show, uh, it, you know, you can still dramatize it, but like, don't dramatize it to the point where people, like, you have people looking at it like, that's not an institution I would ever want to go to. They can't even get their fucking money right. Like, you know, black. That's what I'm it, saying. It kinda, How much of the truth should they show? I mean. Because there's some truth in that. There is. There is. And I'm, I'm, I have not argued with that. I've not argued that there is, there is some truth so in that. That's what I'm saying. How much? Is, so even though we're saying like, yeah, don't show that because it'll make someone not go there. But there's some truth to it. So you can go to that school and and that may be the <laughs> and your your you your have. nursing uh, program gets <laughs> loses its yeah, accreditation. Yeah, loses their accreditation <laughs> while you halfway through. That's a thing. That that's real. That's not something that. You know, BET made up. I bet you that'd be really good motherfucking TV. Yeah. So that's why I'm asking, like, how much of the truth do you think they should show? Because I agree. Um, that, what on? Yeah, what? It doesn't help. What? But I think it would help because it will make HBCUs be better. What I would like to see is just as much uh, of the negative things that they show. And I and like, like I said, I have not seen the show, so I don't. I'm not yeah. sure. 100% sure like what the content uh, or you know the storyline or whatever um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, all I've seen is what I've seen on like advertising clips or whatever but what I would yeah. my hope is that they would show that just as many negative 
situations and experiences that they show or the negative things that they talk about on the show that they show just as much positive interactions and experiences okay. and things in, in, in uh, images of HBCUs. Uh, the the yeah. positive the positive things that HBCUs do for African American children in, in higher education, um, the positive things that HBCUs are doing throughout the the country and throughout the world. I would like to see them highlight those just as much as they highlight the negative things that go on at HBCUs. So that that that's my hope. That is my hope. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I like it. Well. <clears throat> I will say that I completely agree with you, um, and I think that that's probably the best way to go forward with the quad in season two. Um, and I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna binge watch it so I can catch up and I know what's going on, what's good, and so I'm ready for season two if it gets greenlit. I don't know if they if they got approved for season two or not. No, not sure. Um. So, in the interest of keeping the square table short again. Dog, we've actually been doing a good job. We've been at like an hour with some change yeah. every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do, I do want to say I want to make one more point though before we go. Okay. For and I know we don't got any no 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 HBCU presidents that's listening to this right now. And if you are, shout out to you. But for for you HBCU alumni out there, right? Um, hold hold y'all presidents accountable, man. Like be be active in your alumni association. Um, and what and and be knowledgeable about what's going on at your 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 school, your HBCU, your institution, and hold hold your those, those leaders, right? Those presidents, those uh, VPs, whatever. Hold them accountable. Um, same for students. Hold y'all hold y'all presidents accountable, right? Because that's y'all money. That's money. That's your money that you sending back to the school, and that's for y'all students. That's y'all money that y'all paying to the school. So hold them accountable. All right, that's all I got to say. Okay, so you know it's my favorite part of the episode. Unpopular opinion. The unpopular opinion. Is it you or me? I mean, I got one, but if you got one, we could uh, depend on how long yours is. We then I'll share. I don't think actually. I don't like off the top of my head. I, I. Oh, you don't got one? No. Mm mm. I got one. What you got? I got one. What you got? All right, so I know all my niggas out there going to hate me after this. Mm-hmm. So you remember a couple episodes back when we talked about uh, patriarchies? Yeah. And matriarchies? Uh-huh. And I said, and I asked the question, um, you know, what civilizations out there did women lead? And Josh was like, oh, you know, I know some. Mm-hmm. My unpopular opinion this week... Because your boy Demo did some research. He did some reading. Um, and my unpopular opinion is, is that men in the African-American community should not lead their, in their relationships. Here's why. Is I believe there is a good chance that the reason that there's such a turmoil between the black family is because black women throughout history, before they had European influence, before they were colonized, the there are countries in Africa where women led. Pharaoh is not a, a gender-specific title, so there was plenty of women in Egypt 
that were pharaohs. Um, there are plenty of communities where women, um, the lineage is passed down through the woman um, and that all the power rides with her. And so she decides who in her community uh, should be given the same respect as her, right? Mm-hmm. Because black women are not, they're just their natural instinct is not to be submissive is why there's so much friction. It's because black men are trying to lead someone who is not supposed to be led. And so I think um, this week's unpopular opinion is let your woman take the lead. And what's crazy, uh, which makes it all kind of complicated, is that some women believe, black women, they believe, you know, I don't want to be with a man who can't take control of me. I don't want to be a man who can't lead me. Um, and I don't know if that's, you know, you just bought into the European influence or that's just how you think it should be. But I think that there's a couple of things that play a role in that. You know, Christianity painting that picture that, you know, it's a man and a woman and the man leads and the woman obeys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just gender norms and stuff like that. It just made it that way. Um, so that's my unpopular opinion, man. I think that that's the way. That's the way ahead. Now, this comes with an asterisk. Some italics, quotations. Do what works for your relationship, right? <laughs> Don't say demo function. <laughs> so, <laughs> do do what works for you. But I'm just saying, like, if you are having a problem with your old lady and like you can't figure out why every time you have a conversation with her, she's going the fuck off on you, try it. I'm not telling you to be like, you know, a bitch or nothing like that. I mean, still be a man, but like, why don't you let her make a decision or two? It's really not that bad. Hmm. What you think, man? I don't mind. I have no issue with that. No yeah. qualms. Uh, my misogynist out there will probably say that we're fucking sick, but. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so mad. Uh. So bad. They, Ma- they just turned us Ma- off. As soon as I said they turned us off. Mask like, masculinity so fragile, right? But yeah, uh, but you know what? It's you can really see in a lot of the powerful couples that I've seen, um, or at least powerful black couples that I've seen, it it really looks that way. Um, if you really like digest it, um, and really take it in, mm-hmm. um, they 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 present that way. Um, Michelle and, and Barack. Michelle carries a lot of power in that relationship. Um, but a lot of people take it for granted because of how powerful o- Obama was. Uh, and still is in a lot of cases. Um, even on even in television, if you look at Blackish, Rainbow runs that family. Hmm? Dre is just as much of a kid as anyone else in there. But everyone looks at that family and goes, Oh, that's such a really good family. Like that's the idea of that like, that's the black family. That's what we're striving for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just, it's in your face, but people are just negating it. Um, so that's my unpopular opinion. Also, my second unpopular opinion, because you get two, because I wasn't here last week. Oh, you got another one? I'm happy Tyrese got his motherfucking child back, nigga. Oh, you know what? That was about to be my unpopular opinion. <laughs> that was about Turn to <laughs> that was uh, Tyrese was actually about to be my unpopular opinion. That's funny. I was gonna turn the fuck up. I was gonna. I was gonna. So my unpopular opinion is that Tyrese is a bitch. 
unpopular opinion. No. Nope, nope, nope. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> not, 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 there's nothing. Let me, let me say this. This is the, this is, this is why. Mm-hmm. There is nothing wrong about being emotional about your child. I, I love it. I, 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 yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But Tyrese mm-hmm. is a bitch, not because he was emotional about his child, but Tyrese is a bitch because he just like spews all his emotions on social media. Like, like I, I watched the video like of this nigga crying into the camera. Like it, it makes it seem like it's not authentic, and it's just, it's just for, um, you know, views and for comments and for likes. Like, if you're really emotional about a situation, like, are you, are you holding the camera up to your face as you like ball and cry, like, and then send it out to the world? Like, I just don't, I don't, I'm not with it. I can't, I can't relate. Um, just maybe that's me just being a, a, a privately emotional person. Like when I'm, when I'm emotional, I do it in private. Um, yeah. But when I see people do that, like it just seems like you're just looking for attention. And maybe, maybe he needs some attention, more so on the mental health side, <clears throat> not <Yeah. laughs> more so on the mental health side. But uh, I, I'm I, that's my unpopular opinion. I tire tires a bitch because not only has he been, not only did he that he do that right, but then he went on. He got emotional about the Rock, right? Leaving or not not leaving the Fast and Furious. Uh, so, but doing a spinoff movie, he didn't. The Rock never said he was leaving, but you know, Tyrese is like, "This is you know, the Rock is a fucking man who's trying to put food on the table for his family, which he has no problem with because he makes a lot of fucking money. But if he wants to go do something that uh, somebody came to him and was like, "Hey, do this, right? Why are you gonna get mad at the dude for going and making some more money? Like they they giving him his own show, like let him do his thing. You gonna get mad? Oh, I'm not doing. I'm not gonna be in Fast and Furious if the Rock comes back. Like what? Stop being a bitch, man, and, and be about your business, like." I don't know. To me, Tyrese is just a bitch. I love his music, but what? he's a bitch. He's just an emotionally disturbed man. He needs mental health services, which is ironic because his wife is a social worker. See the irony in that? Yeah, they need to work something out. <laughs> I need. But I no, need... I, don't, I think he was authentic crying on the. On I mean, the he was. That's, I mean, I don't it's know, social man. media, man. Everybody does that now. Everybody no. puts their stuff out no. there. Not, let me not say everybody because it's no. very general. But a lot of people put their shit out no. there. Not for likes. They put it out there for support because now you have support from complete strangers when you feel like you're alone. I guess. Because this kid in Norway messaged you back and said. Hey man, keep your head up. I've been there. <laughs> now that's that's giving you that's giving you the the strength to move forward. You know, social media saves lives. Niggas be going on social media talking about I'm gonna kill myself, and somebody in the comment section convinces them not to. Hey, that's real. That's real. I don't know. I just I just it think happens the other way too. But. Yeah, where people tell people to kill themselves in the comment section, they actually go do the shit. So. That's not funny. It's, it's not, man. It's sick. But I, 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 I'm just saying, man. I don't know. Uh, I think he do, he does need some 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 type of mental health counseling. Cause oh, I can't call my man a bitch. Well, he he got his kid back. That's good. The charges were dropped. That's I don't know if he got her back, but the charges were dropped. That's crazy. Paying thirteen thousand dollars a month in motherfucking child support. Nigga, we already did the child support episode. So I, I don't know. Care how much it takes I know. I know. I know. I know. $13,000, though. God damn. You know what? Nigga, when you he said $13,000, you know I said at the same time, what do you want from him? <laughs> $13,000. You know what? I'd be crying, yeah. too. I'd be like, yeah. 
What do you want from me? Yeah, $13,000, nigga. I'll be in Fast and Furious 9, 10, 11, 12. Hey, 13, exactly. Yeah. He talking about he ain't coming back to Fast and Furious. Fuck, motherfucker, you need. You don't got that luxury. You ain't got a choice paying $13,000 a month. You better stop bitching over what The Rock is doing. And fucking exactly. and play your part, motherfucking whatever the fuck his yeah, name is. You get a cameo in that bitch. Exactly. A couple thousand. Ex- 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 exactly. That's a child support payment. Exactly. But. All right. So uh, some uh, church notes, because we got some ex- explaining to do. Church notes number one. <laughs> <clears throat> the Darren December Guild. So we're still working on the t-shirts. We didn't forget. It just a lot of shit happened. It got it got it got fast and furious. Really, we still work fast and furiously. Yeah, I mean, it really, I just couldn't pull the trigger on a t-shirt design, and then I couldn't find somebody that would make it cheap enough because I wasn't trying to pay a bunch of money for one shirt. You dig? So we're working on that. Explaining number two, um, Facebook. And Instagram. So with Josh leaving, we kind of been slacking on the social media front. <laughs> I don't think we've posted anything on Facebook since like episode 26. We'll be better. We'll be better. Blitter happened, and so I completely left Twitter. Josh ain't here, so Instagram is unattended. We're falling Shay apart. Shay, yeah, Shay Shay don't even have Facebook on his phone no more. So like, we, we're, <laughs> we're gonna fix, we're gonna fix our shit, right? And we're gonna be better next week, right? Um, I think that's it. Do we have anything else that we we've been fucking up on? No, nah, man. People have been like, oh, movie shots. Because people keep asking me about it. I told y'all niggas it was hard. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I've actually tried to do movie shots on two separate occasions and got too fucked up to really watch the movie. So my plan right now is to do Thor. Because that shit just came out. I heard it was really good, too. I heard it was really I good. I heard it was really good, too. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to finesse that. So... Hopefully, by next episode, if I can get me some, A, some tickets for fucking Thor, and two, get fucked up and go see it, then we'd be good to go. We'll be good to go. So then next week's episode, we should have a movie shot. Fuck. Yeah. My liver will hate me. Yes, it will. It will. It's all good, though, man. Cause I, All right, you got, any, you, got any, you got any church notes? That was that was my last one. Nah, man, I don't got anything. Uh, I'll be out in, most likely in Richmond and Hampton this weekend. So, you know, for for my what? my three-day, I got a, got a day off on Friday for Veterans Day. So, uh, But why are you going to Richmond? Don't worry about it. Oh. But uh, if, you're, if you're in the area, uh, let a, Well, I'm not allowed to know why you're going to be there. Let, let a brother know. Let, let a brother, a brother, know. <laughs> Hulkamania, brother! <laughs> let a, and where? So, before we leave, because we're going to forget, where can they find you? Hey, you can find me at Darren Deshay on Twitter, Blitter, and Instagram. All right, hit me up. Drop, drop, drop it to those DMs. I'd love to hear from you all. Hey, brother, and you can find me on Blitter all day, every day, at DJ Snuggy. Just when you thought it was safe. (laughs) And... And we're out!
Yo, it's your boy Darren DeShay from The Square Table. Hey, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And make sure you tell your mama and your mama friends to do the same. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram and like us on Facebook at The Square Table 3.0. Until next time, stay safe and stay focused. You're at the square table.